You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. This woman, her creativity is evident, it's clear, and her voice is just as clear as that. We met at the City of God's party put on by Dice on the dance floor. And from there, just from her energy, her joy, and her passion, I could tell this is someone that I wanted to speak with. So without any further ado, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jure Holloway. I'm a model, stylist, and artist amongst uh, various other things, living here in New York City, originally from Los Angeles, California. Do you remember how we met? Yeah, it was at a City of Gods event. I mean, the details are a little blurry just because there was a lot going on, lots of drinks being passed around, (laughs) lots of music. But um, yeah, the City of Gods event on the dance floor, Good night. Yeah. And, I, and the thing is, like, I told you, um, and I think Yvette was there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Yvette. Usually at New York City parties, sometimes people are too cool. Mm-hmm. And, like, for some reason, I see you and, and your crew dancing, and I'm like, are you guys even from here? Like, I, we're not used to seeing people just be so free, like, at a party. Yeah. As, as weird as that sounds, um, you know? It's like we're not used to people, like, really, like, letting go mm-hmm. and just enjoying themselves. Um, so, like, you guys, you know, said you guys are from Long Beach, right? Yeah, Long, Long Beach, Beach, California. And I, I, and I was talking with, actually, my friend Marvin on the podcast recently, and we were like, yeah, it just seems like cats from the West Coast, they know how to, like, really, like, dance and have fun at a party. <laughs> and, like, we didn't even know why that was, but, like, that was something I saw in you guys. So is that something that you try to do when you go to, like, events and stuff? I mean, if you're going out to dance, you got to dance. And mm. I feel like when you're going to a club and they're playing good music and it's bumping, like... Mm why waste space on the dance floor standing back home i would go i go out dancing with my homegirls at least twice a week and like we go to dance where we're not the girls in the heels we're the girls in the sneakers like in a battle circle like doing stupid stuff but you know keeping the party turned up and having a good time and you know dancing for ourselves dancing for fun dancing to be free i that's something that I feel like a lot more people dance out this way mm. than in LA. A lot of girls are just like holding their drinks, popping <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, but I yeah, feel yeah. like New York, I appreciate the energy that I see in the club. Mm. And what would you say that energy is? No, oh, it's very radiant. It's very hyped up. People get excited. I feel like people dance together more mm-hmm. versus like, okay, we're going to be you know, me and my crew over here, we're over there, where right. people are standing very, it's very segregate, segregated, right. I feel like, in LA, amongst, mm-hmm. like, different, you know, crews and cliques. I feel like the my experience is, at least for City of Gods, it's been, like, very, everyone, you know, they all, everyone's friends, everyone's hanging out, every, yeah. exactly, that, you know, we yeah. met, yeah. so, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, you're from Long Beach, mm-hmm. uh, where exactly in, in the city are you from? Um... I mean, Long Beach is very big and small at the same time. It's like, it's the very last city right before you get into Orange County. So Mm. people don't consider it Los Angeles County, but it's at the very, very bottom. Um, I grew up in a spot called Signal Hill, which is like, Long Beach has a lot of like smaller, like little, like, yeah, if you think of like Brooklyn and the boroughs, like, or um, I mean, the boroughs in New York, like. Long Beach has its own like little boroughs like within Long Beach, which right. is crazy. So I grew up in a, a area called Signal Hill um, or Bixby Knolls, and then from there, 
my family moved out more towards like Cal State Long Beach, which mm. is very like suburbs. So yeah. it, was a, it was a very different switch up coming from an area that was a bit more diverse and a lot of younger people, artists and stuff, and then moving to a part of town that's a lot more suburban and a lot more older people. Yeah, so how did you adjust to that? Was that a big change for you personally or did you um, stay the same? Personally, no. I feel like, if anything, it allowed me to venture off and explore more parts of L.A., explore more parts of Long Beach. <laughs> Yo, our boy, our boy Nate's in the building. Um, <laughs> chill it out. It's good, Nate. <laughs> but I feel like going out, living on that side of town really encouraged me and pushed me to like explore more yeah. parts of L.A., explore yeah. more parts of Long Beach. Because I... Growing up in, you know, in one place your whole life, you really don't appreciate it until you venture off into different areas or move across the country. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. it's lots of respect to the LBC. Mad love. Shout out to Long Beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what was like your transition to coming here to, to New York? Was it just like, I, I got to move? Or it what? wasn't planned. Okay. Um, I came to New York one time prior before I decided to move here hmm. um, I was out here for I went to Afropunk and yeah. I went to um, I was here for Fashion Week and I okay. didn't know that it was Fashion Week I was oh, wow. just like coming out here to visit my friend like I've never been to New York before what year was this? this was 2000 and under 2015 okay yeah, yeah. I think yeah okay. so um, I was out here and I was like oh my gosh I need to be in New York, right. you know. I was just kind of getting the ball rolling with what I was doing in, in LA as far as mm. fashion and styling and modeling goes, and I realized, you know, that this is where I have to be. Yeah. Like, LA is still very limited as far as the fashion industry. It's very commercial, and I don't think that what I'm trying to do or, like, at the moment, I didn't feel like my look and my aesthetic were meant to be in LA. Yeah, could you explain that for people? Because like for us, we live in we live in New York. We understand mm -hmm. the lifestyle and the fashion scene here. Mm -hmm. Like, explain for someone who doesn't understand like the LA fashion scene. What would that be? I feel like it's still people are put into categories. Like you're either like there's the urban look, you know, or there's very or there's like athleisure. There's you know the skate scene and the surf scene, and like I just don't. I feel like in the fashion industry, yeah, there's the underground up and coming, you know, more fun, funky out there people who do cool stuff with their style and have like this very different look to them, but it's very hard to find those people. Yeah. You also have to think about like LA is very is spread out. Very spread out. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah. and New York is very compact, so I feel like finding these communities and you know, being able to relate to someone on a similar like aesthetic, it's mm. more common here because you're meeting thousands of people, exactly. engaging with so many people in a day. Right. Versus in LA, I really had to find that group of people. Yeah, I had be to really super intentional. About exactly, it. Yeah. and yeah. when you know, and it's a lot of that is like going out and making sure that you're on the scene and like hitting certain nights and stuff like that. So it felt very. And it was hard to find, but at the same time, it made me feel like I could bring something really cool and refreshing to LA mm. because it's lacking in, you know, something new and exciting. Right. I still feel like 
since LA is very much based, like it's heavily reliant on the beauty industry, I feel like that has to do a lot of it with a lot of it too. Of just like everyone feels the need to conform to like looking a certain way or being a certain way. So I feel like in that sense, a lot of people are restricted or they feel like they can't have the freedom to do whatever they please. Like in New York, I just feel like there's no rules out here when it comes to fashion. It's like you make it what you want. So I tried to do a little bit of that in LA. And I, of course, I got crazy looks. And, you know, my style, it's out there. It's nothing crazy or wacky, but the, you know, the thought of like you walking down the street in an all yellow outfit or orange outfit, people are just like, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I get the same reaction here, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's a lot more appreciated because there's people that understand, understand you know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I felt the need to leave after working in the industry for a couple of years and seeing, you know, trying to apply for a lot a lot of jobs and not getting any jobs and shooting with a bunch of photographers, like having to push myself and reach out to a bunch of people because, you know, it was hard for people, people weren't reaching out to me right. because I, you know, I didn't, at the time I didn't have the look they were going for. Or I didn't think that I they had I had the look that they were going for. Right. So it was a lot of me just like, okay, how many photographers can I shoot with? How many people can I reach out to so I can get my name and my face in as many different pockets right. of you know the LA scene or the LA fashion scene? Right, right. And after doing that for a couple of years, um, interning for various stylists and shooting with different photographers, I. You know, as soon as I got to New York, I was like, I think this is the next step. Mm. I've been hustling for the past, like, four years doing this. And, like, between working two jobs and just driving back and forth to L.A., like, on my my breaks or my time off. And just, like, you know, friends would be like, Dre, like, why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? I'm hustling. You know, I got a plan. I got a vision. I got something to do. And I feel like a lot of that... Another big reason why I decided to move out here is because I wanted to surround myself with people who are like-minded in the way of, like, they get the hustle and they know that you got to work hard in order to, like, achieve, you know, your dreams and get where you want to be, get to where you want to be. And, I don't know, L.A., like, growing up and, you know, being there my whole life, I just feel like you're spoiled, one, because the weather is just amazing. Yeah. And I feel like it's very easy to be comfortable there Mm. because it's, you know, it's a great place to live. Like what you don't need to go anywhere else. You have a bunch of different, you know, different areas that you can drive to. You can drive to the mountains. You can drive to the beach. You can be in the city. You can be in the desert in a matter of two hours. The weather is great. Like why else would you need to leave? But I feel like growing up there, I needed to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was too comfortable in my comfort like I was waiting for something to shake something up Mm -hmm. so things just became really stagnant and I was like what can I do next to help me propel my career and help me move it in the direction that I want to evolve exactly and I was like New York is the next step Mm. I, I, I know that's what it is because if I can apply my hustle that I have in LA and apply it to New York things are going to accelerate twice as fast absolutely and that's it, exactly what happened <laughs> nice nice so being here now is it something that 
now that you're seeing that come to fruition, like it seems like you, you had a yearning for evolution. You know, mm -hmm. you wanted to experience something new. Mm -hmm. And coming here and sort of manifesting that, like how has that been for you? Just sort of like having the idea of doing it, but now actually doing it. I mean, it's still very much like I wake up and I realize that I'm in New York. Yeah. yeah. A lot of days I, I forget that I'm here just because I feel like I'm just, you know, I'm stuck in the grind. Like I'm just living. I'm just right, existing. Right. I'm just like in a place. Yeah. But then I have to pinch myself and be like, girl, you live in New York City. Like I was thinking about this morning, like I live in New York. Like, mm thousands hundreds of thousands of people like mm. dream and save so much money to be here yeah and i'm very fortunate to just you know popped up and moved across the country yeah yeah but um i mean like i said it wasn't planned i had i came out here one year prior um for fashion week mm. and afropunk and then i was going actually no fashion week the first time the second year um, I was coming out to visit um, my roommate, roommate at the time worked for Afropunk mm -hmm. so I went to Afropunk and it was awesome yeah. and I was coming back um, so yeah she invited me out to Afropunk I was only going to be here for a week mm -hmm. literally two weeks before I flew out she said Dre we have a room available do you want to wow. move in wow. and it's the crazy thing about it is ever since I came to New York the first time I've been manifesting like yeah. something's you know something's great's gonna happen like i need to be here i know this is where i have to be so i've been putting that into play for the past year ever since i visited the first time of like i know something's coming and it's gonna be great and it's gonna right. help me you know move forward towards my dreams absolutely and so i kept saying that putting that out into the universe and then i think it was july of 2016 mm. I wrote in my journal, and I, this is very important to write yeah. in journals so yes. you can see your growth. Yes, yes. Because you go back even two weeks or, you know, months or even a year, you read something, you're like, it's important. Right. And I feel like that's something that I always forget is noticing the growth that I've that I've had within, like, mm. either short periods of time or long periods of time. But So I went back, I went to go write in my journal. And I made a list of everything I wanted to accomplish before the end of the year, mm. July 2016. The first thing I put on there was move to New York. Mm. Literally a month later, I moved to New York, wow. like unexpectedly. Right, right, right. Yeah. So um, I did that, and I was like, okay, I'm getting offered this room. Mm -hmm. I have, I don't know anybody out there. I'm working two jobs right now. You know, it was I was a nanny at the time, and I was also working at a vintage shop. Mm -hmm on top of doing my fashion stuff. So I'm like, things are stagnant. I have nothing here for me. Like I had no obligations yeah. to stay, but I was like, I don't know if my parents are going to let me go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, yeah. I've been here my whole life and my parents, like their blessing was like the biggest thing. And like the fact that I wanted to move to New York within two weeks with no savings and no job and like mm. nothing just seemed a bit far fetched. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I kept like, praying about it and you know hoping that they would let me and I talked to my mom and she's like you know, you're crazy go talk to your dad <laughs> but she also said as soon as I came to visit that I'd want to move here because mm. she because she she knew she had that sense exactly yeah, yeah and I feel like moms have that absolutely absolutely <laughs> and, and I just want to say too just the fact that the point you made about writing things down mm -hmm. I don't want to overlook that like mm -hmm. I also feel the same way mm -hmm. like once you sort of put like pen to paper and set a goal for yourself like you're, you're basically holding yourself accountable now. yeah 
you know so it's, yeah. it's no longer just an idea it's mm-hmm. like you know this has to happen this, that's the first step yeah is writing it down yeah and then making it happen that's it and, and the thing is things happen like just like you said in a month's time mm-hmm. like stuff happens a lot sooner than you even planned it mm-hmm. to so like there is so much power in sort of like holding yourself accountable definitely you know, for sure. definitely but continue continue yeah so yeah then she was like go talk to your dad and I talked to my dad about it and of course he was like you need plan A and plan B like give me everything on paper (laughs) like you need to have things like I need to see everything versus you just telling me you have this idea to move to Mm. New York and like you know because it I had like two I had like an angel and a devil on my shoulder I had like you know I didn't know what I was getting myself into Mm. or like how I was going to do this but I was like deep deep down I, I felt like I had to do this yeah. and I know this was going to be the right move. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I moved here and I had no job and I was sleeping on a couch for a minute and mm-hmm. then I eventually moved into the apartment that I'm still in now mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of shit hit the fan. Yeah. So what was that time period like? Just that? <sighs> I mean, I moved here the end of August. So it was a transition of like, I got like the cute summer season. Mm-hmm. And I went to Afropunk for the first time, so I was like, this is beautiful. Like, I I thought LA was diverse until I moved here, and then I was like, I saw yeah, a whole like, spectrum of brown people that I've never seen yeah, before. Yeah, you went into the deep end. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, this is what's up. Like, yeah. I'm just used to black people in LA being black and from the South. Mm-hmm. And Hispanic people, you know, it, it wasn't like, it was. it's not as diverse right. as New York and like, do you remember who you saw at Afropunk that year? Because I was probably there too. So. Um, I saw the internet. There was a lot. Of, I honestly, I was there like in and out because I like flew in the day before. Yeah. I was a, a lot overwhelmed. Yeah. By yeah. like all the beauty and just like people <laughs> and didn't know. Cause so I was just like I was there for the day. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like I gotta go home and like process this. Collect myself because this is like too much to just like move and then be jumped. You know that. Right. And so, yeah, the end of summer was really cute. And then fall, I was like, I've never lived in seasons before. So I was mm. so excited to like wear all of my coats because I was out in LA trying to wear like long wool coats yeah. in 80 degrees. Yeah, you know, so weather. much you could style out there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'd still push it. And that's why people thought I was crazy too because I would be wearing coats. But I'm like, this is a look you guys is, don't understand. Yeah, I see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, before like we even go any further, like just so for the people listening, mm-hmm. Can you explain like the things that you do? Like yes. I, I consider you so many things. I can't even limit you to the, the uh, labels, you know. Mm. But for the people listening, what do you do? I style. I'm a stylist, a fashion stylist. I'm a model as well. I'm an artist, and I'm a, I'm just trying to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah. I am an entrepreneur. I'm right. I'm taking the word try and trying out of my vocabulary because I am doing. That's right. You're holding yourself accountable. Exactly. (laughs) No, it's dope. That's dope. So I'm just trying to be, I'm going to be a fashion mogul. I just want to do it all. Um, My approach at this has been, my first interest was uh, styling. Mm -hmm. So I've been styling in LA for the past, um, I started in LA about four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. And from there... I realized that fashion, the fashion industry is so big and so broad. There's yeah. so many things that you could do. Like, why am I going to limit myself to one thing? Mm. Why can't I try to do like a bunch of other things? So then I began to like model as well, just to like help myself, you know, build my confidence and put myself out there. I did a bunch of that stuff when I was a little kid. Because mm. growing up in LA, your parents 
push you into like be become an actor become a model you know that's like the whole if you're trying to get into stuff like that you go to like a bunch of corny like acting classes and modeling classes so so what what were you as like a, a younger girl during that time like what was your personality like then um I feel like I've always been weird. I've always been different, but also very shy and reserved at the same time. Explain that. And very soft-spoken. Like, I knew that I always had big, big dreams and big visions for myself. And I've always wanted to be, like, something crazy. Yeah. My My background, on my mom's side... We have a lot of musicians. My grandpa's a musician. My uncle's a musician. My great-grandmother's a musician. Um, so came from a very musical background. So from there, I feel like that's been a big influence on like the type of person that I want to be and the type of work that I want to be doing. I just wanted to like put on a show. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to be the center of attention and just do like you know I I'm also a theater kid. So yeah, yeah. Um, I grew up doing a lot of that stuff as well so I, I always felt like I was going to be involved in something artistic and creative performance exactly yeah. but I didn't know what it was going to be because mm. I didn't I, I never knew that I could actually turn this into a career right or that people would take me seriously mm. enough to like mm. get paid for it and actually do something like this because yeah. doing all this stuff growing up like I was one of like two other black kids Mm -hmm. you know fully understand that i feel like that industry specifically and this is why i'm still like you know taking time with like building my roots here um and then going back to la because i still i don't think that they i feel like the industry in la still isn't like diverse enough they're not as open-minded as they are in new york Mm. so growing up i you know i was involved in a lot of that stuff but i never had like a, a role model and never saw anybody like me that I could like look up to and be like I want to be like that person yeah you know a couple people here and there but I just I've all I always knew that I wanted to be that someone right you wanted to look up to yourself right? exactly yeah. and I, I want yeah. to be able to be there for other girls mm. and other people too who have never seen anybody like them right. like on tv or in a magazine or doing this or doing that yeah yeah um that takes vision it does it does and it takes a lot of passion and a lot of patience with yourself and just with life in general because that's a a lifelong thing so I feel like with that comes a heavy weight of just like constant battles with yourself like am I doing this can I do this what am I doing this for like I constantly Mm. feel like I have to remind myself of the reasons why I started and then I look at little baby pictures and I'm like I started for you (laughs) that's right I started it for you that's right that's right (laughs) no that's so true and I think it's so good that you make that point that you know, it is like you're, you're taking on a huge like responsibility, mm-hmm. like being a pioneer and someone who's actually like doing something and representing and telling a story that is like not being represented, not being told. Mm-hmm. It's probably the hardest thing that you could do. Yeah. But you're like doing it with a smile. Yeah. You know, like that's you can't look look that over, mm-hmm. you know, really, really. So I really respect you for that. Thank you. I Absolutely. appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. So continue in terms of like the things that you do like are involved in yes so i i style i model i am an artist i would love to be more of a professional dancer one day yeah absolutely because absolutely. <laughs> it just yeah. i've always wanted to be on mtv's made <laughs> and like be a professional hip-hop dancer because yeah. that sounds like so much fun i can see you doing um that. Yeah. i have like 
I have the rhythm. I just don't think I have like the coordination to like follow steps. Like I get very. I see you at the party. Like now. I could freestyle. Yeah. But when it comes to like a teacher teaching like me, choreograph. Yeah, I'm like. You're I more, have two you, left feet. You're more based on feeling. Exactly. Like, exactly. Feeling and, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, the same way. So, yeah, I do a variety of things, and right now I'm building my brand as Dre Holloway, and, but my whole plan from the beginning, and still, I'm just plugging in as many outlets as I can. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do a thousand things. Right. So that one thing, or those th- all those thousand things get, you know, continue to evolve and continue right. to help me move further, you know, in the fashion industry in my career, because I feel like if I have all these things to provide I, ha- I got all these skills where i'm throwing out all these things trying to feed into the industry something's bound to happen absolutely and the, the beautiful thing about it is that you're you're great at multiple things Thank you know you. it's like some people it's like they try their hands at a lot of things but you know maybe one thing's okay one thing's mm-hmm. this one thing's that for you it just seems like whenever you try your hand out mm-hmm. like it's already at a high level you oh, know and like and that's that's rare for for a lot of creators and artists to even say mm-hmm. you know it's to be able to not only like excel in one area Mm -hmm. and to sort of like be curious enough to say okay let me try something else let Mm -hmm. me see if I can also push myself in this way Mm -hmm. and when you do it it's like the results are are evident yeah so so it's really dope to see you know Mm -hmm. like your 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 styling work your modeling work it's like when I take a look at it I'm seeing someone who like is completely confident in themselves it like communicates through the picture like you you feel good about yourself when you look at the picture so like you know it's it's definitely an inspiration you know for sure for sure you You don't know until you try Mm. and that is like one thing that I've lived by my whole life because I've it's taken me a minute to get on this path and this road of what I wanted to do and like focusing on what I want to do specifically in the fashion industry because before that, like five years ago, I thought I wanted to be an archaeologist. Yeah, yeah. I was studying anthropology um, in college after high school. I really did have an idea um, of what I wanted to do after high school. So I just went to community college and studied anthropology because I love people and I love culture and I love learning about what makes us different, what makes us connected and all that stuff. And then I wanted to be Indiana Jones and like... <laughs> go you know on you know adventurous excursions and like wear cool clothes and like do all of that fun stuff until i realized that archaeology is mostly like scientifically and mathematically based and that's just not me i just like the glamorous romantic right 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 exactly (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i mean you don't know until you try and then you know experiencing that and doing that like I've learned that you know there's certain things that I'm good at and I'm not and that's something that I tried and on to the next thing that's right but I also think that things come full circle and like being that I've done a lot of stuff like this when I was little and I've always had interest in like you know putting on a show and doing taking pictures and like yeah all that stuff and now that it's actually what I'm doing like as a career as an adult it just blows my mind yeah yeah and I think that's that's what I have to continue to remember mm. and remind myself of is like anything's obtainable mm. and that's something that I definitely want to get across to like you know the people that follow me and look up to me and stuff is that you can you can do whatever you want and you just have to be really passionate about it and you you just you have to have the drive and the hunger to keep going and like you should never limit yourself, if, you know, to anything. Right. And try a thousand things. 
because I feel like, in, you know, if you try a thousand things, at least you can say you tried them right. before you knock them. Exactly. exactly. So. Yeah. And, it, and it's ironic that, like, most people that in this life that we look up to really just did what they wanted to. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the people that, you know, we say, oh, man, their vision, their, you know, their, their eye, their ability to communicate, whatever it is, like, they usually just did exactly what they wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, and those are the people that, and I think you're one of those people that it wouldn't sit well with you if you were doing something other than what was your, no. your main goal and vision. Exactly. You know? so and that's like, why yeah. I'm having such a hard time right now working mm. like just a regular job. Yeah, 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 I know. Right, <laughs> but right. as an artist and as someone who hustles, you got to work like a mm-hmm. thousand jobs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so, but um, yeah. Especially in New York, that's another characteristic mm-hmm. of New York is that everything's so expensive, rent, bills, and everything. So like, it's like we almost have to fall in love with the the grind. Yeah, you know, it's like you you can't get get through any other way. You mm-hmm. know, there's no other way to there's no easy uh, get out of jail free card or anything. No. Like you have to go through those that that grind mode for a minute. You know, yeah. before you get to where you want to go. So you do. So yeah. that this yeah. is you know, I was reading something the other day where it talked about. 2016 being the caterpillar, 2017 being like the cocoon, and 2018 being like the butterfly. Mm, mm. So yeah, I feel like, yeah, yeah. okay, everything, I, I'm a firm believer in everything happening for a reason. Yeah. And I'm exactly where I need to be right now, mm. even though some days I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. And some days I could tolerate Same it. Here, and some yeah. days I'm great, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. But I'm exactly where I need to be, and everything that I've done thus far and experienced is only preparing me for what's to come. Yeah, yeah. So I got to keep that mindset in order to keep going, because it it gets hard out here. Mm -hmm. It gets hard, and then you get caught up in, you know, working your regular jobs, and then you lose sight of your creative Mm -hmm. side, and then you try to find that balance, and it's like... What am I really doing? You know, why am I? Why is all my energy going to one thing and not the other? But I feel like it's a little give and take. You, it's okay. You have to allow yourself to. I feel like go through that. Yeah. You have to allow yourself the. You have to be able to go through the uncomfortable parts. But I feel like when you get to the comfortable parts, you also have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what I'm trying to do right now. Absolutely. I'm, t- I'm feeling too comfortable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in my regular job, so I want to be uncomfortable yeah. and try something new. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like I'm the same way in a sense. Like, if I'm working a certain job or something, like, after a certain amount of time, I'm, like, looking, okay, am I advancing? Am I moving forward? Mm-hmm. And, like, I usually make decisions based upon that, like, is there any growth here? Mm-hmm. You know? So mm-hmm. I'm definitely in that state of, like, yeah, falling in love with the grind and then, like, sort of, no, no matter if it's a good time or a bad time, being, you know, at peace. Yeah. You know? Being at peace and knowing that no matter if you're high or low, like, you're still on that same path, mm-hmm. you know, and you're going to get to the destination you're trying to get to, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. For yeah. sure. So are you, like, in a place now where, you know, now that you're in New York, you're, you're completely, like, plugged in and connected and you're, like, working and doing the things that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, like, what do you, like, see, like, you've explained the L.A. scene. But like for you for New York, like how has that been for you? Well, I want to say that my first year in New York, I figured out how to survive. Mm. My second year in New York, I'm figuring out how to live. Yeah, yeah. But with fashion, it's different because mm-hmm. I feel like the the scene is a lot bigger here, and I feel like like when you roll, you roll with the big dogs. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, like people take it more seriously out here. So it's like I pay more attention to when I go out into the city. Mm. Like when I first moved here, I was like, okay, every time I go into the city, I'm going to dress up because I don't know who I'm going to see. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have my business cards. I'm going to wear something great because people are always just taking pictures. And that's like quickly got over that because it's just a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I definitely feel like there's more opportunity here because of that reason because you'd never know who you're going to run into mm-hmm. or where you're going to, you know, you could meet someone that has connections to this person or that person. Like I said, geographically, like New York is smaller, more compact, so you're bound to run into people. Absolutely. You know, you're interacting with so many people that have so many connections and know so many people in so many places. I feel like with that, that's that's what sets it apart from LA. Yeah. Could you like explain, like for you, I think you're like very visual. Mm-hmm. Like if you could explain like the, the mood or the energy of the city, what would you, how would you describe it? Very, I mean, fast is going to be the first thing. So it's like you see it and you feel it as soon as you touch down. Right. Like when I touch down into LA, I automatically feel like, I don't feel a sense of ease because I'm still rolling on this like fast New York energy. Yeah. But yeah. it's like you just automatically feel like time slows down. Mm. Here, time is just like, I don't, time doesn't even exist because it's always going. Yeah. yeah. Like there's not enough time at all here. So at that, all. that's what keeps the flame under my ass for a long time mm-hmm. is like, I ain't got enough time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just very, very fast paced, but... I don't know, there's two sides of New York that I've experienced within the last year. Like, when I explain to people my experience here thus far, I feel like there's like a highs and lows. Like, it's a constant roller coaster. Like, when you have your really, really, really good days, like, they're amazing. Mm. When you have your really, really bad days, like, it literally feels like the end of the world. Mm. Like, it is like extremes. Yeah. Two extremes. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, where can I find the middle ground? Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> So, but I also feel like being here and living here has made me appreciate being a bit more present. Mm. I feel like you always have to be on your toes here. You have to be aware. You have to be, you know, aware of your surroundings of people that you're around just because there's so many people, there's so much going on, like so many different energies in the, in the air. It was a, took me a very long time to adjust to like communication amongst people in New York because I'm coming from sunny California I'm smiling saying hello to everybody you know I'm constantly pouring 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 into Mm, people and I ain't getting anything back maybe but one or two and after a while that was like super draining super tiring and then I've you know I've learned and I realized that you can't can't give your magic away to everybody Mm. you have to hold on to it for you because you need it especially in the winter time when you're not seeing anybody when everyone's cranky in a bad mood yeah yeah but then there's just like this this magic and excitement about New York at the same time. Mm. Or you know, which is when I realized that like I live here. Yeah. I live in a very, very special place. Mm. It's a very exciting place to live. So it's I don't know, it's it's ever changing. I feel like every day is new. But also every day feels the same. That's the picture I'm trying to paint for my experience Absolutely. in New York. And so it's a lot if I were to describe it in colors, I would say there's a lot of red. Because it's just, there's like... Vibrancy. Yes. Yeah. very, And then that mixed in with like, I don't know, some darker tones as well. Because yeah. there's just some... I get like, like I said, highs and lows. I get highs and lows. I feel that way living here is just like one extreme mm. after another. So it's like... Yeah. 
constantly. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, you know, this may be just a, a thing too. It's like there's a lot of like surrealness, but also reality at mm-hmm. the same time. It's mm-hmm. very surreal and real. Definitely. You know? yeah, and it, yeah. you know, it's, it's hard because I feel like you can get trapped in the surrealness of it mm-hmm. and not bounce back to reality. And that's where the that's the danger zone because yeah. you're like, yeah. There's I'm also in New York and I'm yeah. just like nothing closes and I'm partying and it, <laughs> everything's great and then it's like rents due, yeah. bills due, like you know I need a swipe from the metro, yeah. you know I'm pulling change together to <laughs> yeah. get a sandwich at the bodega, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you got mice in your apartment, For it's real. like For 20 real. degrees, your heater doesn't work, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and then it's, it's like, dirty, right. <laughs> And then you have like the inverse of that where some people are so stuck in reality that they're not mm-hmm. able to dream and be surreal. Exactly. You know, because I think you need a balance with mm-hmm. that, you know, because, yeah, like if being, at least in New York, especially as a creative, like you have to be a dreamer. You have mm-hmm. to like see things that aren't mm-hmm. there, especially for your own life, you know, mm-hmm. like what you're saying is exactly true. You, you're seeing the life that you're going to have, you know, before it's even there. Yeah. You know, even though you're, st- you're clearly on your way there. And, you know, being able to be in this city and survive as a creative is important to, to like, still dream, you know, mm-hmm. and to still understand that your your visions, your ideas, your goals are valuable, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's a huge thing, too. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So so do you think, like, for you as a, as a creative and, like, someone who does so many amazing things, is there, like, a certain theme or message or purpose that you'd say you'd have in all the different things that you do? I mean, it all comes back to creating a space and a place for someone like me people like me who never felt like they had an opportunity in fashion yeah with saying that i want to bring my more diversity into fashion the fashion Mm. industry has i feel like over the past four years it's grown so much yeah i feel like they're representing on a bigger scale Mm. but there still can be more there's still a lot more work to be done Mm. um so just helping pave pave the way for other people other girls like me who because i when i was first applying to a lot of different agencies and shooting with photographers like they want a very specific look right i'm not tall enough Mm. i'm not thin enough and i'm not like the mixed girl that they're looking for Mm. because i got tattoos and piercings Mm. and short hair Mm. but now that's like in right you know so i'm like okay my time is coming (laughs) but at the time like that wasn't especially in la like if they're gonna cast someone or you know book a model they're gonna book like one light skin black girl yeah that's it yeah absolutely and she's like considered like alternative or yeah. like urban um so just i don't know i want to be able to help drop the labels in fashion mm. like they're you know i just don't think there needs to be labels or categories as to like what type of model this is or what type of model that is yeah. they're still considering certain girls plus size and mm. they're not even plus size like what does that even mean yeah that's, that's real, real women message. that's like right. majority of women are right. Bigger than a size four. So, you know, I want to help pave the way for more people mm-hmm. within the fashion industry and also just be a representation of what it means to be black mm-hmm. in fashion as well. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that there's lots of yeah. lots of stuff going on with that there. Could you break down like what it is currently and what you would hope it would be? I feel like currently I have mixed feelings because I feel like being black and working in fashion now more than ever we have a a voice 
and platforms because the internet makes it that way to say whatever and do whatever, which is awesome. And then given everything that's happening in the world right now and, you know, also like within the United States, what it means to be black, I feel like they kind of go hand in hand because we can use, you know, the positions that we're in, the tools that we have to speak on these matters. Right. But at the same time, I feel like also being black in the fashion industry right now, like for years, it's just, it's selling right now because it's popular, because mm. it's trending, mm-hmm. which is the, which is where I have a problem with it. Mm. Because are you hiring me because I'm, you know, a fashionable black girl and it's going to be more marketable to sell your product? Or are you hiring me because you genuinely like see me for who I am you and what I'm you. trying to do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. So that's hard because I feel like, you know, with everything that's happening within the United States, you know, amongst communities, you know, people of color, I feel like more than anything, like the media and the public are just trying to feed off of, Mm. you know, feed off of that. Mm. And like, okay, if we put a bunch, if we are starting to use a bunch of black models for something, maybe more people, like I said, maybe more people will be about it or buy this or or they feel obligated. Right, right. Right, the quota. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's hard. I want to be able to break that barrier a mm. bit and just like, but I feel like that's honestly something that's you know that goes beyond fashion. That's right. something that's deeply rooted in like mm. the United States soil. Right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's difficult to to see how our country is. It's just like so anti-progressive in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and they're missing out on so much of the the humanity and the beauty of just people. Mm-hmm. So that it infiltrates all of our like institutions, like the fashion industry mm-hmm. as, a, as an industry. Yeah, it's basically like a, a symptom of like the country we live in. Mm-hmm. You know, so I fully understand that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that with what we do and the mindset that we have, how can we like effectively communicate a different narrative through our work that's a good question <laughs> i might need a minute for yeah, that. yeah 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 <laughs> i think just continuing to you know stay true to ourselves be true to ourselves and mm. continue to move forward with just like mm. grace and passion and compassion and love and just like it's so cheesy and cliche, no, but the only say, way to do it is answer. like it's love. Answer. It's gonna be that's the best answer, honestly. And support. When I when I hear that, it's like that's like getting back in touch with like humanity. You know, mm-hmm. that's getting back in touch what it really means to just be you. Mm-hmm. You know, being yourself. Yeah. Like I think that's really at the core of, of all of this. That, we're that's talking what it about. is. You know, it's being confident enough to be who you actually mm-hmm. are. You know, and I feel like. You know, when we can sort of get back in touch with that, you know, on on a larger scale, like as a community, as Mm -hmm. people of color, as people in all these different creative industries, like the sooner we get in touch with that, we're no longer chasing um, an image or chasing status or anything like that. It's like, no, we we already all the things we're looking for is already inside. It's It's already here. You know, now we can. Once you realize that, you can now find joy in just like sharing what's already inside of you. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's sort of like the next step for all yeah. of us. You know, every single person, celebrity, singer, artist, etc., that I look up to, mm. I feel like all of their, you know, advice has been to just be yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And you think like a lot of companies and brands, like they're actually trying to sell back 
to us what's already inside of us yeah you know so it's important for us to realize our value mm-hmm. you know realize our internal wealth mm-hmm. you know and from there then we can say okay now we can actually create and do cool things mm-hmm. and work with the people that we want to from a place of like inner strength yeah you know versus of thinking like we're gonna find our joy from what's outside of us mm-hmm. you know so I think that's that's a huge thing I think you you are like the representation of that you oh, know thanks. like so me saying that I'm mean, thinking about like I'm just explaining you but yeah it's just dope to see that you do you do that so effortlessly and um in a way that it invites people to also be the same mm-hmm. you know and it, it doesn't come off as like preachy or mm-hmm. like you you got it figured out even like you're very honest with mm-hmm. who you are and with like your struggles and the things that you're sort of overcoming to be the person that you want to mm-hmm. be mm-hmm. so in doing that it like only emboldens the people who like look up to you yeah you know it emboldens them to actually like realize like okay like for someone like you who has accomplished so much you know to also you know realize that you have to overcome still a lot like mm-hmm. you're you're like wow like that opens the door for me to actually be comfortable with that mm-hmm. and actually like realize okay i can actually face my fears and the things that i'm struggling with and actually be the person that mm-hmm. i want to be so mm-hmm. you're doing that for sure thank for sure, you for sure. yeah thank yeah. you that's a and that's a, a lifelong process mm. that's gonna be something that we're gonna be battling with and figuring out relearning unlearning for the rest of our lives yes yes um but i i do think a lot of that has to do with my upbringing and where i come from and like going to a art high school and just like being surrounded by a bunch of people mm. who are creative at a young age who are considered like all the weirdos mm. i think that is where that's a big part of it that's a big part of the foundation of like the person that i am today and what i'm trying to do right is the fact that i had resources you know teachers that were very supportive and just like being surrounded by people who just like were very much themselves because i only went to school with you know under 500 people graduated with a class that was like 90 people So I feel that helped me to become more confident and comfortable in my own because I, you know, I feel like as opposed to going like to a public school, you got cliques. I mean, we had our cliques too, but you got cliques and you got people picking on each other, you know, people making fun of other people's outfits or just, you know, for being different and this Mm. and that. But if going to a school that was like majority of people that were there were just like artistic and creative and, you know, didn't necessarily fit into like you know the stereotypical like high school cliques and Mm. stuff like that i definitely i know for certain that that has to do with it like now like what 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 do you want to do what are some of the goals that you have now my goals (laughs) well i told myself last year that i wanted to be in a magazine Mm. and i was able to accomplish that this year congratulations thank you um so that was really exciting and this year this upcoming year I want to be signed. Yeah, yeah. I want to be signed. I'm like, I get this, I'm having the same, I feel like this feeling that I had right before I moved to New York of like this gut feeling of knowing that something really great is going to come and amazing is going to come. I don't know when it's going to happen, but yeah. I know that it's there. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's going to, it's coming for me. It's going to be real. <laughs> you know, and I got to be prepared. Like, mm. I I felt that. That time I felt this last year, and then I felt I feel it now. Mm. So something's coming for me. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know what it's going to be, but I know it's going to help me further the process of what I'm doing. So I want to be signed. So maybe it could be that. Absolutely. Who knows? I want to be signed um, with a modeling agency. I want to travel. I want to be able to take this, you know, take the next step and go 
to you know Europe or、mm. do something overseas. Have you been、I'm、overseas like, yet? I haven't. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna. I haven't. You're just gonna take it to a whole nother level. I already know. I'm like, just I'm,、oh, I'm ready for gosh, it, and that's like, I'm like. I gotta do、oh, it. You already have such an international vibe. Like seriously, you have like I've traveled to some cities in Europe and overseas and stuff,、mm-hmm. and I, you just belong in some of these places. Yeah,、like、I feel in, it. You belong in、it. London. You belong in Paris. Like, like you, you're just gonna like unlock so many other like you know chambers、mm-hmm. in your world through that. So.、Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to that. Yes,、so、I'm <laughs> that's like so that's、dope. the next step. I already got my passport. I'm like, okay, I'm ready. I got it last year, so I could be prepared. So like, when someone's like, okay,、yeah. let's book this flight. You're gonna kill it. You're gonna kill it. And dabbling more with acting and、yeah. just、uh, doing more video stuff because that was、mm. something that I did. Like I said when I was younger, but、mm. I never really. I started picking up a little bit of it within the last e- within the last year. Like recording or editing, or <coughs> everything. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean, just like having a script and like being in front of a camera and、mm-hmm. you know the stopping and going and having to repeat yourself. Right. I'm normally just used to still photography,、mm-hmm. so it's just easy. Like we just go and take pictures, and I'm just gonna move and do my thing. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> But、um, I had an opportunity to work with Refinery Twenty Nine and Cover Girl this、mm-hmm. past year. Wow, congratulations to that. Thank you. That's, that's not small at all. That's major. Like for real, thank for you real, very like, much. <laughs> um, and with them, I they we shot like a little、uh, collaboration, and it was promoting some of their new makeup that was coming out,、mm. and like me and my signature look, and how I you know my you know how I the techniques that I use, blah blah blah. Yeah. But it was the first time I've been in front of like a like a real like、mm. this is a camera. Like, yeah. We are. You know, HD, different <laughs> angles. Like I can see myself.、Yeah. Like there is, and there was no script because it was all just very natural. And I was just talking. You know,、wow. I was able. My friend was able to、uh, watch some of the, you know, the the out- outtakes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so and she showed them to me and just like how I am on camera is you know on like a video camera is very different than like film and like I, I, just, like, I get I don't know I just get nervous I like I was、tell. I was getting nervous I saw the video you're talking about I can't I couldn't tell that <laughs> I was sitting there the first time my heart was racing because also the client you know the cover girl clients were like right、mm. there and they'd watch the video right 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 come back and、She's、like, like worried about they, everything you say exactly and, like, and there yeah, were yeah. so many there was a whole crew of people in the room and. <laughs> You know, I didn't like. I was just like, the lights were hot, and yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, wow, I can't do this. But、um, God, you, I couldn't even tell. Like looking at the final product, it's like you look super, super like in your zone. Yeah, like, it seemed like man, like effortless. Yeah, you know. Thank but, you. But yeah, so it's dope. I, I was. It took me a minute to get to get into my zone and feel comfortable. I think I just needed like some、mm-hmm. deep breaths and stuff like that.、Mm. But. Definitely wanting to work more on that. I'm gonna be shooting、uh, like a cute little trailer type '70s black exploitation、nice. thing with、um, some friends of mine. We've been working on an ongoing project, so、nice. um, dabbling more with that. And I want to be by Coastal within the next two years.、Nice. That's、yeah. that's my plan. Yeah. You know, I moved here for a reason, and. New York is great, but I honestly don't see it like I don't call it home. Right. I, like I wake up and I feel like I'm just here. Like、mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm here to work. You have a mission. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I would love to be able to be by coastal within the next year or two, so I can, you know, I figured 
if I dig my roots deep enough here and do something in New York here, like mm. when I go back to LA, I'm bound to get work. Absolutely. Or people will, people will know of me. Right. You right. know, so um, that and, you know, being able to quit my regular job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Being yeah. able to, you know, live and survive off of what I'm passionate about mm. and what I'm doing right now and further, further my brand as Dre Holloway. I want to bust out some accessories. I want to start designing accessories and um, further my styling career. And I got lots. Of, I got a lot of things. That's yeah. the, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, I'm also currently wanting to start a project about black women's relationship with their hair and black hair culture. Yeah. Um, and do something like that here and also do something like that when I go back home to LA and then compare and contrast the two mm. because I feel like mm. black hair culture is very different on the West Coast than the East Coast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like Chris Rock's good hair but I want to make it like cuter with just like girls <laughs> and like... You're put your touch on Exactly. Exactly. Um, so that and just wanting to take everything to the next level mm. continue to get some magazine publications and collaborate with different brands like my dream i feel like right if you were to ask me like right now mm. if you could work with anyone and do anything what would it be i would say i want to work with rihanna absolutely because that has to happen by the way yes yeah. i feel like it's hap- i feel like it's bound to happen right, right. because I think she needs to represent the curvier demographic mm. amongst her clothing line. Yeah. She still doesn't do that, but I think it's important. It's the next step. It's the next step. Mm. So I'm like, girl, let me be the next step. <laughs> I can help yeah, you with that next yeah, step. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it will build that next step for you <laughs> to take. Yeah. Um, so that and just continuing to flourish mm. and, you know, live my life and explore. I, I just want I want to do a bunch of things I want to do it all but right now I would say those would be you know getting signed continuing to get you know work with magazines and collaborate with brands and work with some some big people nice nice it's gonna happen by <laughs> it way. is it all is. of these things you're saying I already know it's gonna happen like, I'm putting them out there this yeah. is part of the manifestation right 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 this is like the and Erica Badu right and Erica hey, Badu hey yeah yeah and it's like just cause I feel like we would connect on a whole different level of just like oh man I would love to just be in the room <laughs> once that happens. I probably will be around somewhere. Like I, I just want to see the picture of you guys together. Yes, you know it's it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so mm-hmm. dope, dope. So are you like um, excited about like where you're seeing things are going in regards to not only the industry but just in terms of black women? Like, how do you feel? Like, what is your gauge on the the mentality of the black woman in 2017, 2018? I feel like black people are just winning right now (laughs) honestly i just i think that black and brown people have access to various platforms that we've never had before you know building brands designing stuff just doing really cool big shit like we are popping and glowing as Mm. we should Mm. as we always have been um but i feel like specifically for black women I think that we're moving into a positive light. Mm. Just, you know, solely the fact that so many, I feel like so many black women in the industry Mm. are being voices to that and are allowing, you know, are wanting to pool from like communities and just regular people and include just more black women Mm. in whatever they do. Yeah. So it's like a domino effect. Absolutely. Um, So 
honestly, I think I think you are going. I think we're all going to be seeing a lot more representation across the board,、um, specifically with like black women being represented in various yeah various levels and yeah. you know places. Yeah, one of the beautiful things about it is I see it as not just being represented but being honestly represented.、Mm-hmm. You know, because yes, because there has you know it's more than just very false representation,、yeah. and I feel like now. More than anything, we are comfortable, confident, and I mean, I feel like we've always been com- we've always been confident,、mm. not necessarily 100% comfortable、mm. because lots、difference. lots of、yeah. things to you know trying to keep us down and not make make us feel that way. Right. And I do feel like it's just mo- more socially acceptable,、mm. yeah. which is which is sad, but it's also a blessing.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see it as something where. In the past, like how there's so many negative or false representations of us, who we are,、mm-hmm. and specifically Black women,、mm-hmm. it's like now there's so many ways to document our story, our lives,、mm-hmm. whether it's audio, visual, written,、mm-hmm. that instead of being represented, like we're representing ourselves now,、mm-hmm. like we're representing、exactly. our own voices, our own narratives,、exactly. and women are representing themselves in、mm-hmm. that way too. So it's like it's so much. More, it's so much more refreshing when you know you're you're getting the message from the source、mm-hmm. versus through a through a channel that may not represent us the way we should be. You、mm-hmm. know, so it, it's good to see that that's happening more. Yes,、you know? and that's very very important because of the youth and younger Black girls who、mm-hmm. are you know looking to social media, or the TV, or on the radio,、mm-hmm. this and that. You know, they're going to be getting more of an honest representation of、mm-hmm. who they are. Yeah, you know, or you know, where they come from, right? Because, like I said, growing up, I didn't have that.、Mm-hmm. So any representation of what I thought was me or close to me was either negative,、mm. or it was, you know, limited. Was, yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> wasn't there? Wasn't the so complex reality、mm-hmm. for we are.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, man. I feel like this could be its own episode. Like we can go into something. We、up. could. I. We、yeah. could. Yes. We'll do definitely. With this, definitely. This I like, could go into a whole down、yeah. a whole nother rabbit hole. Yeah. 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 <laughs> let's definitely. Let's definitely come back to that. But、um, I really appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, like, you're you welcome. Know,、like、it really means a lot. You know, I mean, we've been connected. You know, we we partied together and things, but. Just to sort of like hear your voice and hear your thoughts on so many things、mm-hmm. that are really important means a lot. You know, it's more than just like the surface of what you do. It's the the reality and the truth and the purpose and the soul of what you do、mm-hmm. that really attracts people.、Mm-hmm. You know, it's like there's substance to it. So I really appreciate you being on because people need to hear and see that. Thank、sure. you, I、Absolutely. appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Todd. Absolutely. <laughs> so.、Um, For people that, to get in contact with you, your information, your website, everything, let them know. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram as Black Magic Woman, B L A C, no K M A G I C, underscore W O M A N, or at DreHolloway dot com, or in the streets of New York. That's what's up. That's, what's up. That's probably the best way, right? Yeah. Or on the dance floor. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So thank you once again. This has been the Open Canvas, and we're out. Bye. Thank you. That thank was you. fun. Wow, wow. To find out more about the Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also, stay tuned to our Instagram at theopencanvas, and for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, Taj T A J. dot opencanvas at gmail dot com.
This has been the Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.